Welcome, son. Where'd you find... Is Texas larger than Alaska? Yes. Yeah, Texas is... No. Texas is not bigger than Alaska. To Google! That's what I'm doing right now. Is Texas larger than Alaska? Alaska is big! Yeah, that's what I thought. You could fit Texas into Alaska two times! Yeah, New York's even pretty fucking big. But it doesn't hold shit to Texas or Alaska. I love how that's something on the actual Alaska website. Yeah, they're just like, hey, we're big as fuck. We're basically... It's it's, it's like a sixth of the whole country. How big is Alaska is on the Alaska.org website. 1.9 times taller north to south than Texas. And 3.1 times wider. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's it's Alaska.org slash how big is Alaska slash Texas. Worth it. What a domain. That's the best thing ever. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Alaska is big. This just in. Breaking news. Turns out. Alaska big. This fucking thing on the Alaska website makes it makes Alaska look like it is the size of Canada. Pretty much is the size of fucking Canada. Move over Canada. Alaska's taken over. Not we just bought... the largest state in the US. The largest place on the planet is we apparently Alaska. We bought that Alaska. shit for like next to nothing. I love I love it. I love Alaska now. You should always love Alaska. Oh, you know what? Alaska's great, but whoever runs the Twitter account for New Jersey is an American treasure. Why? It is so funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me, I'm going to it right now. I'm just going to read you off some of the, the things. At NJGov, official Twitter of the Garden State. All New Jersey, all the time. Let's agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Their pinned tweet is them quoting something of somebody saying, who let New Jersey have a Twitter? And their reply was, your mom. <laughs> Get fucked, my dude. That is an entire state. That's great. Represented by New Jersey. It's some one person on Twitter. An entire state. That's probably my new favorite thing. Yeah, it's great. Highly recommend the New Jersey. Maybe that'll just be our shout out this episode. Everybody go to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> don't follow them on Twitter. Don't do anything else. Just go to New Jersey. Spend You're not going to New find Jersey. anything there. Just spend money in New Jersey. That's all we ask. <laughs> Just actually hold on. Wait. Um, do this. We'll go back to this month. Apply. Just kidding. There's only We've only have two total downloads from New Jersey. So fuck New Jersey. <laughs> it was probably when I was there. Probably. Yep, so burn New Jersey to the ground. That's a bit much. So somewhere in between, give all your money to New Jersey and blow up the state. Just, yeah, find a middle ground. <laughs> it's a choose-your-own-adventure game. You could really yeah. do either, either or. What is up, losers? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock podcast. I am your host, a re-gifted Snuggie, Tyler. And joining me, as always, is an ugly Christmas sweater, Matt. Matt, what is going on? Man. Nothing, my dude. Oh, boy. Christmas is approaching rapidly. It is. Time flies when you get old. I'm, like, like slowly panicking, too, because I didn't do any of, like, any holiday shopping, like, whatsoever. Oh, that's not true. Ordered stuff on the internet today. Thank God for the internet. I didn't buy anything. Like, why can't we just all disagree that just, like, just everybody's company is a, a, a good enough gift? Just seeing everybody's smiling faces. That's all I need. And that's all everybody else needs is seeing my smiling uh, one less tooth. Just Your a bright, ugly mug. Life. Actually, that's not true. I did receive the, uh, quite possibly one of the best gifts I've ever received in my entire life. Yesterday. No, the day before. The day before. What was that? 
I got a pl- I got that playmat. I sent you a picture of it. I'm oh, yeah, posted yeah, yeah. on Twitter so everybody else can enjoy it. Yeah, but I was gifted playmat. Yeah, I was gifted from one of my best friends in the entire world, Rupert. He got me a playmat for Christmas, and it is a playmat that is just a collage of my favorite things, which is Basic Lands, Silent Arbiter, and Cheaty Face, which is yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I fucking love it because it's my it's my favorite Basic Planes art. It's one I play in Legacy, Death and Taxes, because Hot Planes is the best planes. Silent Arbiter, obviously, favorite card. Have it tattooed on my, my body. And fucking Cheaty Face, which is one of the best cards ever printed. It has some of the best stories attached to it. Yeah, 1,000%. Like, Cheaty Face was, when I started playing Magic, a card that just, like, floated around. I think I, I have the original copy of the card that floated around my playgroup. And we would just be, like, playing just, like, random games of, like, not even a, not even a format. Just we threw 60 cards together and called it a day. And we'd be playing in, like, groups of four with like 60 card decks it was a fucking mess but then just every so often somebody would just slide this cheaty face onto the battlefield and nobody would notice and then just the next turn they'd be attacking with a tutu in the air and we'd be like where the fuck did that come from yeah you (laughs) sneaky bitch i love cheaty face so much and now it's on a play man and so now every time i go to an event one i i'm like priced into playing the white border planes now because if not then i'm just gonna be trying to like pick up the, like the, the planes that are on the playmat and I'm like you look like an asshole the entire time oh I didn't even think of that people you can always fucking play them you're gonna get a judge called on you a time or two good bring it on judge play next to that no bitch it's my playmat nope that's actually the playmat <laughs> I'm just gonna pick up the I'm just gonna be like look at the judge look just I'm gonna point to the playmat and point at my lands in my deck and then point at the playmat and then point at the lands of my deck and they'll be like the borders are different I get it I get <laughs> the difference <laughs> I, I figured it out Yes. So, like, that's my only saving grace. And also, you can't play with Cheaty Face on in Sanctioned Magic, unfortunately. Says who? That's actually going to be my next, the next thing that we change in Magic the Gathering. I'm going to call, I'm going to write a letter to Wizard and make them make just Cheaty Face, no other unset cards, just Cheaty Face legal in Modern. I can dig it. The format will be solved. You know, someone would, you could just see people getting away with it on camera. Yeah, and chat would be going fucking crazy and being like, oh, I saw that, I saw that, I saw that. Yeah. But unless the opponent catches it, man. Nope. That boy resolves. Unsets are so good. They are fun. I wish that would be a draft format. Like, make that a Pro Tour. Like, they should have made the release of the unset a Pro Tour. I they made all these the, kooks. The fucking Pro Tour top eight should always have been Booze Cube. Oh, my God. An unset mixed with Booze Cube as a Pro Tour top eight. Test fucking might. Yes. And make everybody drink, like, a bottle of whiskey before they start top eight. That's a bit much. I love it. That's a great idea. I would be the dude who would try to just ruin people's days with the. the oh yeah, touch. we're not hunting for vi- we're not hunting for victories through damage. We're hunting for concessions. When we're playing booze cube. Like I want to cr- I want to cripple you with alcohol before I take your life total from twenty to zero. <laughs> Fuck the life total. Just ruin them. Yeah, just get to the point where they have to concede because too much. I'm cool with that. That's the best. That's the best way to play booze cube. Actually, that's just the best way to play magic. Would puking DQ you? Oh, yeah. Puking, yeah, if you puke during Boost Cube, well, you always, you're always a winner if you puke from drinking. But I think in the context of Boost Cube, yeah, that makes you a loser. I think so, too. I like how we're discussing the finer points of Boost Cube. Dude, we need to fucking televise a Boost Cube. Have Just... we had the Boost Cube discussion on the podcast before? We've mentioned it a couple times. I think we have. Well, the Boost Cube, for people who haven't heard of it before, is a cube... Made by Booze Cube on Twitter. You can go onto his Twitter. I'm pretty sure he was a shout on. That's when we talked about it. But you can go and download a PDF, and it's just all magic card, kind of magic cards. Magic-esque yes. cards. But you print them out, 
like put them into sleeves in front of basic lands and it's a cube a completely draftable cube but it's also like a drinking game so it's a mix between our two favorite things magic and being degenerates yes <laughs> oh it's the time it's it's the time of my life i've had the most some of the most positive magic experiences i've ever had playing booze cube oh it's just so much fun so well, much last fun. time we were in columbus i lapped harder than i think i've ever lapped in my entire life because we got done with the game and there was a heated debate about something that went on and towards the end of the argument because it was you and cut right no it was uh me and gets in the, like, and the Getz. last two and yes. i had to go take a leak he was cheating he stacked his deck, and I still just crushed because my deck was ridiculous. Yeah, your deck was very, very powerful. But regardless of, of what transpired, the only thing that I remember about it is the end of the argument, you got up to go to the bathroom, and you guys were yelling at each other, and Guess just looks at you square in the face. This is also after drinking. Really. Just oh, looks at you. It was his... Cud who said it. Oh, you know, it was Cud. But the, anyway, regardless who said it, it was the funniest thing ever. The end of the argument was the final insult of I will take your hat and wear it. Yes. And angrily shouted. Yeah. I screamed at the top of of whoever's lungs at like three o'clock in the morning. I was crippled by laughter. I was on the ground dying for at least like 35 minutes. Yeah. It was some of the funniest (laughs) shit ever. And you got back from going to the bathroom. He's like, why are you dead? And I was like, did you hear him? He's like, what did he say? I was like, he said, I will take your hat and wear it. And then you you heard it again. And you're like, oh, that's fucking great. And then you immediately started dying. Started losing it, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and we, we I, I'm pretty sure we spent at least 35 minutes just dying. Just laughing, yeah. Yeah, it was great. So, yeah, go ahead and go download the Booze Cube and so you can experience for yourself. Or meet up with us when, hey, when we are at events, which the next one is Columbus. Columbus, yep. Yep, Columbus. Uh the weekend of what is it the fourth and fifth the january fourth and fifth yes yeah so come to columbus fourth and fifth and uh we'll just get a big old booze cube going i'd be down with that i'd be so i'd be so into that booze cube's the best that's what we if we scrub out yeah if we scrub out day one that's sure what we're doing oh one million percent until the wee hours of the morning so you can go go download the booze cube cards and then you can go buy your sleeves and basic lands Put together the booze cube on flipsidegaming.com. Ooh, I see what <laughs> you did there. Yes. It's this. So hey, you, all you have to do is buy sleeves. And if you have basic lands, you can use, but well, you definitely need to buy the sleeves. That's a necessity. And you yes. can do that at flipsidegaming.com. And when you need to buy your sleeves to put together your booze cube, might I recommend at checkout using the code fetch to save you 10% off of your total order. Again, that is flipsidegaming.com. You get to make your own booze cube. Started off saving you millions. Yeah. Then saving your life and now making your life worth living with yes. Booze Cube. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> we made you rich, saved your life, and then fulfilled y- your life. Yes. Do they send the sainthood stuff? Is that like something that comes in the mail? You have to be dead first. Oh, really? Yeah. You can't... I thought Mother Teresa was a saint when she was alive. Nope. She was nominated oh. for sainthood when she was alive. Ah. Uh. So we're going to have to get busy dying so that we can officially be named saints. I'll pass that one on to you. We'll be the patron saint. I don't even know what I'd be the patron saint of. The patron saint of white cards. Dentists. (laughs) The patron saint of dentists. What would you be the patron saint of? Gingers? Sarcasm. Ginger beards? Ginger beards and sarcasm. The patron saint. There has to be a patron saint of sarcasm already, right? I'm not familiar with that. Definitely not. 
But that seems like there would be a guy. There'd be I a guy. It. That's actually what Mother Teresa. She's the patron saint of, of sarcasm. Oh, I'm pretty sure not, but sure. I, I, but you can't deny that quite yet because you don't know. You're right. I, it is I equally it, it's it, it's it's equally as possible as it is impossible. It's highly unlikely. <laughs> sure, but I mean, probable, but not impossible. Well, speaking of cubes, going from the boost cube, which is the best cube you can play in paper, to the second best cube, the best you can cube play. you can play on Magic Online is actually is currently live as of today. The that Magic is Online the Vintage Cube Holiday Vintage Cube. Oh, I love it so much. It's oh, so much fun, yeah. I fucking love it. Uh, I can't wait to... I'm going to waste so much time. The only bad thing about the Vintage Cube is the timing. Yeah, it's always right before the annual when I should be doing exactly. stuff for drafting. I'd rather do that. Yeah, like, well, we should be practicing for events that we have coming up in early January, but instead I'm just going to waste my life playing Vintage Cube. Like, I'm just going to empty, uh, like, every single ounce of energy and dump infinite tickets into building the worst decks possible on Vintage Cube and just just shooting for the stars. I generally always try to at least force Storm at least 10 times. Oh my goodness, yeah. It's like probably every third time I'll probably force Storm. That's I think that's about the correct ratio. Yeah, and then I go into a uh, uh, shitty uh, like five-color control list where I pick up some bullshit win condition like pack three, pick seven. Yeah, I mean, that's the best part about the cube, right? Is just early on, just pick ways to cast things, and then eventually, because all the cards are good, you're gonna get a good cards to cast like late in packs. And since you prioritized your mana fixing and your acceleration and stuff like that early, you just get paid off. I am gonna give everyone a little piece of secret info: the best card, the best card in the cube, the best one it's is Soul Ring. Yeah, one thousand percent. Overpower over everything. Soul Ring is the best card. Remember that. Yes. So if you open a pack with Black Lotus and Soul Ring, you take snap the Soul Ring. Snap, yes. take the Soul Ring. It is so good. If you ever get past the Black Lotus, the person to your left or right Better has a Soul Ring. Have taken Soul Ring. Yeah, I just love the Vintage Cube, man. And my favorite archetype in it might be Mono Green. Just the just yeah, because Rafalos is just so much fun. That the uh, the Mono Green deck is actually really good. You the get some of the the big finishers. Yeah, especially when like people are just darling around playing Vintage Cube things. Because that's the big difference between Vintage Cube and like Legacy Cube or Modern Cube or any of the other ones is all of the things in it can be put into a deck and you could just dural around and do nothing. But you're still casting the most powerful cards ever printed, so you're having a great time. Yes. Like, I don't think I've ever drafted, like, I've drafted plenty of bad decks, but I've never drafted a deck with the Vintage Cube and thought, this is not going to be fun. I have before, and it's when I draft Mono White or Mono Red. Those just oh, aren't fun I for me. Love mono white. It's just not fun when I could be doing so much other shit. I see attacking with creatures is fun. Playing Thalia's and watching your opponent not be able to do their things is fun. It just isn't there to me. <laughs> you you just don't have the capacity to to have fun with that. Yes. Which is fair, I guess. To each his own. I just I mean I also play Thalia in every format that I possibly can. Also yes. So <laughs> that goes to show that yeah, um, Thalia. If I can put it in a deck, it's making the cut. Almost 100% of the time it's making the cut. Although I must admit it is fun to get a bunch of mana rocks and then Armageddon or the other Armageddon. Oh, yes. Uh, I forget what the other Armageddon is. Exact same card. I can't remember what the other one's called either. But both of them are in the cube, at least from as far Portal. as I know. Yeah, they both are. Yeah. Something from Portal. I just can't uh, that makes sense. remember what, what the name of it is. 
Yeah, just mono Armageddons and just a bunch of like mono brown cards and metal workers in the cube. Oh, it's a very well put together cube. They update it every year. Yeah, with new so, cards and stuff. Yeah. But they usually do a pretty good job of curating it. And even when they blow it, it's still good. I don't ever remember a time when they actually blew it. Oh, they've definitely made it worse than the previous versions before. But like, it's still Vintage Cube, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so like, <laughs> even if there's a, a small scuff on it, it's still the prettiest thing that's ever happened to Magic. I'm never not pleased with Vintage. No, it's always a blast. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's better, there's better iterations and worse iterations, but it's always, always, always good. Yeah, go check it out. It's super fun to play. Hell yeah! Ten play points or fifteen tickets or something, or it's it's a hundred play points or ten tickets. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's 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 ten human dollars. But if you two and one, then you you just pay for it itself, so it pays for itself. And if you three o, it's a hundred and fifty, so you pay for one and then a half of another one. Yeah. And if you won two, you still get fifty. You still get fifty play points. So you get half of your money so you back. Have, yeah. So even if you can, if you can play, if you play two of them and one two both, you get a free one. Yeah. So I mean, there and I think a vast majority uh, of people are not going to dump a crazy amount of money into it and still have a blast. Like you're, I don't feel like there's ever going to be a, a somebody out there who, if they enjoy Cube are ever going to spend money and not get at least some amount of fulfillment out of it. At least $10 worth of fulfillment. Yeah, I always at least do. When I do it, there are days like if the missus is working, I'll run through like five leagues. Oh, yeah. And I've always had fun. Like there are some cubes that even if I pay, I pay the $10 um, and I like two one and pay for it. I'm just like, oh, I'm just keeping these play points because it was not worth that $10 of like experience. Yeah. Sometimes the legend cube for me is that exact thing where it's just like I played it once and hated it so I'm probably never going to touch that again the modern cube can get like that too and the legacy cube less so than all the other ones but the legacy cube can get kind of monotonous at a point because it's just like mono planeswalkers but the vintage cube has never in a million years been like that I've never once uh, played another cube besides uh, the vintage cube online I'm just a sucker for cube that's the best way to play magic in my opinion boost cube great vintage cube great Every yeah, cube, perfect. Like I've never done the modern or legacy cube. I have no interest. Oh, they're fine. They're, they're I I would I I recommend them. It just doesn't seem as fun to me, at least. Yes. Well. So speaking of the things that you can do on on a computer through the internet, Mythic Championship Seven. It was a Magic Arena guy. Yeah, that's what you were saying. I honestly didn't watch or pay attention to it at all. I just didn't and have time. That's also. I just. I yeah. I was one. I was busy. All weekend, just like doing just just random shenanigans with family and friends, um, which is always going to be better than watching any kind of Magic Arena content. Um, but yeah, it's just I, at this point in my life, I just do not value watching like high level competitive play. I used to be all about it. Like I used to watch every single weekend. I used to watch GP coverage and Star City Games coverage. And I used to watch every Pro Tour from like beginning to end. I can't even tell you the last time I was invested enough gave a shit enough to actually sit down and watch like a competitive event. If I have time, I do. But if I don't, I don't like make time. Sometimes I'll just like go back when they throw it on YouTube or whatever. And yeah, I'll, sure, like, sure, sure. scroll through it. But and I think a lot of that is also the formats that they're playing for these events. I'm just not invested in anymore. Also that like some formats just some formats and metagames, I should say, are just not fun to watch. Yeah, I, like, yeah, totally. 
for example, when corn was a four of, um, the pizza oven was a four oven vintage. That was miserable to watch. Oh yeah. But there's also not that much vintage content out there. So like, no, 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 but that's what I mean. Vintage. You only really have that very, like a very narrow scope that you can watch things. Yeah. But if I wanted to watch standard content, which I don't really watch standard content anyway, I probably wouldn't be watching it for the mythic championship. I'd be watching like some streamer do like some dumb brew. Yeah, yeah, those are always fun. It's just like more fun to me to just consume that content. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, that also leads me into kind of like another thing that we were discussing before that I think is something we could definitely talk about. Um, but there was a big there's a, was some debate on Twitter um, recently about the the fact that magic is kind of moving towards at least the celebrities in magic, whatever limited amount of celebrity you can call it. It is shifting away from being like a very, very good magic player to being a very entertaining magic player. And sometimes those things join together and sometimes they do not. Yeah. That's what we were kind of talking about earlier. I'm still, I still have mixed feelings about it. See, I'm 1000% and have been for a good amount of time at this point of, I do not care how good you are at magic. If you can keep my attention and like, keep me entertained. That is the content I'm going to be coming back. And that is us. (laughs) Like, we are not very good Magic players, at least to the level of, like, the people who are successful because of how good they are at Magic. I'm decent at best. Yeah, we're about as average in every possible capacity. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say I'm better than average. If it was a, I'm like a 7-3 and out of a 10-round tournament. Chances are that I 10-0 that tournament. Unlikely. I'm gonna say say we're we're probably about as average. Because there are people out there that just, like, grind. And there's also people out there that just go to tournaments for fun. We are the people that go to tournaments and, like, we have no preconceived notion of winning those events. No, no, no. I, I get that. That's what I'm saying. That's them, the seven out of three. Yeah. Or the the seven and three. But, we, yeah, we're equally as likely to, like, make a day two as we are to, like, oh, three drop. <laughs> yes. Now, booze cube, different story. I will fuck most people up. I feel I've like that's ever... a very niche community. Doesn't but it's the best matter. community, so fucking let's go. Yeah, fucking bring it. But just like in a, just a general tour, like when we go to Columbus uh, at the beginning of January, like I have no preconceived notions of, of winning that event. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, we're, we're going to have a blast, just like yeah. just jamming spells and just having fun with, with the homies and meeting new people and just hanging out. Like that's going to be blast. Yes. And if we do well, fuck, like that's extra cool. Like if we, it, like I said, if we, if we make a day too cool, then we'll come back in the morning. And we'll try not to be hung over for it. But if we don't... Oh, that's a tough ask. <laughs> yeah, it's a real, that's a real tough one. Or we'll try not to be, like, unable to play Magic because of our hangovers. We will be hungover. That's almost a guarantee. Yes, it's, it's weird. I play way better when I'm not hungover. It's, yeah, it's crazy how, how alcohol affects your ability to play Magic the Gathering. Strange. Who would have thunk? That's what I'm saying. If we could just drink in a convention center, I think we would be better players at Magic the Gathering, I think. Probably. Or at least it like levels the playing field. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, I have more experience than most people in, in that venture. <laughs> well, I mean, also I think that would separate the field a bit because there'd be like the tryhards that are just going there to win, and like they have their like their little jerseys on with their little sponsors on the back, and like they're they're going there to 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 try to win the things, and then we'd be there just like 
just scumming it in the back, just like cracking beers with all the the other scumbags (laughs) and just having an actual blast and not stressing about anything. That's the big thing. People, and that goes, and that, I guess that goes to part with the, me not really getting into the competitive play. It's a game. Yep, it is a child's card game. Yeah, and I want to do well when I play the game, and I get frustrated when bad things happen, but like, it's a game. It's still a game. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like I have no preconceived notions of being super rich playing magic. It is a hobby that is fun. And that's kind of the thing, too. And that's how I treat just about every hobby. I think people are just would be a lot better if people just did that. Um, the second you start expecting something from something that you do as a hobby, you're expecting too much. Now, don't get me wrong. You can also now turn that into a, a career. Well, that leans back on the you. If you plan on making a career out of Magic the Gathering, at this point in 2019, going moving into 2020, you are far more likely to do that, being funny on the internet or being or doing like really good editing or doing something like that, than being a good Magic player. Yes, or a thousand like, percent. So be good, but also have like a journalism degree or at least some experience because you're going to need to write a shitload of articles. Yeah, you're going to need to be creating content. Yeah, and you're also going to need to know how to edit videos because you're going to be having to produce videos. Because yes. nobody out there can just be just, or there's very few people out there who can just be good at magic and that's full stop their, their job. Yeah, that's not a thing anymore. Well, I don't think that was ever actually a thing. Um, I think it was for just a super small percentage of people, but that, that percentage of people is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that goes along with the whole magic is also being moved to arena and away from paper. Because I don't know, we haven't discussed this yet, but like the world championship that has since the beginning of magic, since they've been doing worlds, has always been a paper tournament that has some constructed aspect and some limited aspect. But this year, worlds is going to be played on arena. I think that's so dumb. I am really not excited about that. Because if no. I do want to watch competitive, I mean, I don't give a shit about competitive play at this point. But if I were to watch worlds, I would want there to be a limited aspect to it. Yeah, that was always the the fun part. It's like a multi-format thing, and it's hard to do. You could do it on Arena, I guess. Yeah, but if you're doing... I mean, you can't, because Arena just isn't a robust enough thing that you can draft against other people. But instead of focusing on, you know, making the thing better, Wizards is like, no, let's let's sell everything. Or let's make sure that people are buying buying everything on Magic Arena. Like, microtransactions are 100% the focus, and the (laughs) the actual way that the program performs seems a lot less so yeah which is kind of a bummer <laughs> if we're gonna be 100 honest definitely a bummer but i'm I mean, just that's hoping the it's the not just moving to that instead of like paper magic no hasbro has to make money like everybody's gotta make money yeah but we are weird like magic is turning into it, it, it used to be a a physical game with a way that you can play it digitally but we're i think we are moving towards the world where magic is a digital game that you that also has a physical version. It's starting, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Paper Magic is ever going to go away. No, it'll never go away. But Wizards but... just want, would much rather it be on Arena. Well, they make so much more money. Oh, yeah. it's They make money hand over fist with Arena stuff. They just have to pay, pay people to write code. They don't have to fucking... Print anything and print ship a product. And, yeah. and yeah, hold like events in places. I mean, they they do for arena, but if they wanted if they wanted to just get away from doing things like that, they could just do it digitally. Yeah, <laughs> like which is insane to me. 
Like they could even do like qualifier events for these things just on a like digital platform. I'm so the, yeah, I think that's really what they're moving towards. And like you said, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I'm, I mean, we're always going to be able to play paper magic. Like we're like, there's no, I, I really doubt that they're ever going to put booze cube on magic arena. Definitely not. <laughs> How would that even work? It wouldn't. It'd just be like an honor system thing. You know, there'd be people who wouldn't do it. You're right. And if there's, if I can, I can't think of anything less honorable than booze cube. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. It's like <laughs> cheating and screaming at each other is encouraged. Yes. <laughs> so the booze cube digital product coming from Wizards of the Coast does not look particularly likely. Don't do it, Wizards. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're telling you now. If you want to continue to make money, do not do what we say. Pretty much a solid piece of advice. Except for last week when we told you how to fix white. You do do listen to that. I highly recommend you listen. Yeah, pick and choose. But yeah, when when we tell you to listen to the advice, listen to the advice. But when we tell you to, to definitely not do it, you avoid it like the plague. 100%. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like everything's kind of culminating to a world where there are there are the professional magic players who are playing on like pro tours and stuff and a part of like the MPL and whatever. But those are those people are also content creators and the the successful ones are the ones that can that are more entertaining than anything else. Yeah, they always they always bad. do. Uh, some of them are, but some of them aren't terrible at magic. No, but even like the successful uh, like MPL people, in my eyes, are the ones that are like just more entertaining. They are good. They are very good magic players, but they are also more entertaining. Like Ben Stark. Well, that dude's next level smart. He's so smart. He's so good at magic, but his streams are entertaining. And also he plays limited, which I'm a sucker for. But, that's all he does. <laughs> yeah, which is cool with me. Yeah, he's that's like literal his literal favorite. <laughs> or the Italian stallion, Gucci. Playing Legacy. He is so good at Magic the Gathering. But like he, he made top eight at this this digital thing. Mr. Legacy Video, greatest magic player on the planet, made top eight of a standard thing. Yeah. Standard's also an easier format. Oh, I mean, but also his like, regardless of what he's playing, I'm I'm tuning in and I'm watching. His content is so good. Yeah, his content, I must admit, is quite good. Well, I mean, before we even started actually recording, <laughs> you and me were both dying. It was right before we did the intro, and you and me were both dying because we're just talking about this and just recalling back on the like a legacy video Gucci had like a year or so ago, and he was playing against Death and Taxes and. Like, there's one card in Death and Taxes that loses him the game on the spot, and it's Cataclysm. And his opponent untaps and casts Cataclysm. And all fucking Andrea Manguchi goes is Cataclysm. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> and this is like a Channel Fireball video. <laughs> and that somehow slipped through the cracks. They just don't give a shit if it's someone like that, because it's hilarious. Yeah. And he's like, and there's another time where he was on stream, and his opponent was just like, it just ruined him. And his cat's like sitting on his bed behind him, and he just turns around, looks at his cat, and he's like, "Cat, what did they do to us, cat? No, yeah. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen." If you haven't seen it, Google it. It is fucking. Missing. Oh, it's so good! It's so good. Or YouTube, I'd rather not Google it. Sorry. I mean, you could Google it, and I'm yeah, sure it'll probably take you to YouTube. Probably still come up, yeah. Yeah, that's usually how it works. But there's, I mean, even think like Channel Fireball. It's supposed to be like this premiere like level up thing at least that's how it was for a long time where like everything that they put out was just like some way to like make you better at the game match but now there's like people on to, to quote unquote team channel fireball or sponsored by channel fireball they're just goofy 
Yeah, and that's less of a magic thing and more of an entertaining thing. Yeah, and I'm like, and like I, the prime example of that is Pleasant Kenobi, which his videos are just absurd, and his videos on his channel are a little bit less family friendly, and he tries to stay family friendly when he's on the channel Fireball stuff, but they're still entertaining. And he's not the best magic player. He's not a bad magic player by any means, but his videos are very funny. Like he has his own personality. Yeah, 100% and so. That's what's worth watching when it comes to him. I like the current uh, him and Saffron all of have the beard battle going. Yeah, that's a that's great. I mean, I think who who, who even wins that? I think that uh, Pleasant Kenobi is currently in the lead. Which like, but but Seth better known as Saffron Olive. His beard is just like just significantly larger. I guess it's like string. It's like his is like a Gandalf beard, where Kenobi's is like a nice tight, like looks like a hedge. Pedic or er, not manicured. What's that? Uh, what's the term? Manicured for fuck- your nails, bud. I know, but it's like it's a term like that. You fucking dildo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what I don't know what word you're talking about, bud. Yeah, I don't know either. Apparently, <laughs> it shows how much we take care of ourselves. We don't know the words yeah. to explain that taking care of ourselves. Yeah, we're actually both <laughs> just homeless men that somehow got podcast equipment and just meet up in the same uh, just back alley inside of a dumpster every week and talk about a game that we can't afford. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. That's why, that's why Matt's mic sounds like shit sometimes because he's just in, he's in the bad corner of the dumpster where there's no surface. Cause it's and like the, echo. the 10 corners of it. It just like, it refracts whatever internet that we're stealing from like the Starbucks next door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That, <laughs> we're actually now that now, like for like, a hundredth episode or our like year episode, we have to record it from a dumpster now. Does that count as a new state? <laughs> it does count in our state. It counts as well. I mean, if we go to another state and rec- and record it in a dumpster, who, what state do you think has the best dumpsters? I don't know. I think the one with the one with the least amount of people, probably. Alaska. Probably Alaska. Alaska has everything, man. I do. This is the state. we uh, to be above board. We did get a sizable chunk of money from Alaska to try to get people to visit and move there. So I'd move to Alaska. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. Until you get fucking 30 feet of snow in an hour. Yeah. I mean, you take the good with the bad, right? Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Honestly. What's the, what do you think is the, like the percentage of the population in Alaska that plays magic? Like how small is the decimal point? Probably pretty small. And most of it's probably online. Yeah, it's so all the people listening in Alaska are just like hearing us talk shit about Magic Arena, and they're just like, "That's the only way I can play Magic, you dickhead, you motherfucker! Why are you do? Why are you shaming the things I love?" Don't talk shit. I guess that doesn't just have to be the Alaskan people. That could be literally anybody that likes arena. <laughs> I've yet to get into arena. Well, I mean, I mean, we're also in a competition based out of arena. Yes, you're not wrong. The cup. Oh, speaking of the content creator community cup. Um, I did do some, some brewing this weekend. Oh yeah. Yes. And I think I have come down to, uh, maybe not a list, but an idea that I think is the best one out of, out of our options. And it is Selesnia tokens. I'll have to look at this later at a later date. Well, I, I was the, the big thing because it is singleton. So we have to build a deck for the content creator community cup, which if you haven't checked anything out about that yet, go do it because it's it's great. And we're in the final. Well, we're starting the final round right now. We're in the deck building process of it, and it is a sixty card singleton deck with a standard deck list, and we can only have cards from Guilds of Ravnica and uh, Eldraine. 
And the way that I started or did my like started the deck building process is I just I limited it on Scryfall because Scryfall is the best website ever. I went to the, the advanced searches with that and narrowed it down to like the rares and mythics from those sets and was just looking at those and like what would be good as in like a singleton style format and like doing like a token strategy with things like like March of the Multitudes and like camaraderie to draw a bunch of cards like seems pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't seem bad. And, like, we also have access to, like, Questing Beasts, so if anybody tries to get cheeky, we can Questing Beasts. Um, we have an overrun. We have a couple overrun in, like, Anthem effects. Yeah, those are going to be the, the fucking heavy hitters. Yeah, big time. Like, there's a good amount of Anthem effects in the format. And just, like, I think generically we can have enough redundant copies of effects that we want that produce, like, 1-1s. Or just even just cheap creatures that we can just cast in order to get there. Yeah, I guess it's you don't need four of copies to do that if as long as you have enough enough quality cards. Yeah. That like at least somehow function in in harmony with each other. Also, I just want to play Harmonious Archon because I love that card. Not sure what that one is to be honest with you. It's the Mythic Rare from Eldraine. It's uh four and two white for a four five flyer and it says non Archon creatures have base power toughness of three three. Oh, that seems okay. And when it enters the battlefield, you create two one-one white human creature. Also seems pretty good. Yes, and they all retain their text too. Dumb. Yeah, that seems real good. Yeah, especially with things that like put counters on it. Like just imagine playing like Pelt Collector, and then just continuing to play big guys, and then just get a bunch of counters on that, and then play Harmonious Archon and get it to be a three-three with all these with a million counters on it, and it has trample. And you can just turn it sideways and pretty much just eat anything that it, that is you're attacking into. That seems good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I have a soft spot for the strategy. Also, it's 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 green white. I Which, do love me some green white. Yeah, I figured you were a big fan of green. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Green white is something that I'm very very into. And you get to play Flower Flourish. I loved that card in uh, Guilds of Ravnica Limited. Which one is that? Flower Flourish is the one is the split card for a green white hybrid. You can search your library for a basic force or planes. Uh, I, yep, I know where you're. You put at. in your hand, and then the other side is six mana uh, creatures you control get a plus two plus two. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I know that one now that you uh, the first once the the first part gave it away. Yeah, so I'm excited. I think I think this. I mean, the deck definitely needs refining, but I think it has legs. Got some chops. Yeah, so I'm excited to be. I'm excited to play bad cards that I really. That's kind of half the fun of Magic. I'd say that's the entire fun of magic. I, I think yes. I'm. I think I've I've finally conceded the fact that I, I don't want to play good decks anymore. I want to play decks that I love. Yeah, that's fine. And if you if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. That's very true. You're not wrong. <laughs> and that magic is now my job. So, but it's actually not my job because then I don't work because I play the decks that I love. See how look look at this. I'm See how that works. Right <laughs> You're a super genius. Oh, I know. Listen, in I'm, a weird way. <laughs> my my genius only is 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 limited to just stupidity and magic the gathering like that has there there has to be that very specific overlap and then once those two things combined i'm like next level einstein yeah i'm the stephen hawking of magic that's a bold claim nope champion and champion of butterflies master of transitions stephen hawking of magic my resume is getting pretty long i don't think we can be friends anymore <laughs> why because i'm too smart for you sure <laughs> We'll go with that one. I am going to say that, yes, that is the case. <laughs> Fuck off. Well, um, is there anything else? Is there anything else that happened in Magic that you we need to cover for this week? No bands and Pioneer. 
No bands in Pioneer. Well, again, I'm done with Pioneer. 2020. I will see you in 2020. And 2020 is going to be the year of Pioneer for me. I'm going to drop every other format unless Vintage Cube comes around. And I'm only going to play Pioneer. I don't see that happening. Yeah, there's a 0% chance that happens, actually. Because, I mean, wait, hold on. Legacy's dead. Legacy is Legacy. dead. Yes. It's very so maybe true. that will be true. Because Modern sucks. Everything sucks. Except for Pioneer. Well, Pioneer also sucks right now. But in 2020, Pioneer will it, not suck. It won't suck anymore then. Yeah, 2020 is going to be the year of optimism for me. <laughs> I think you're going to play a lot of Pioneer. I can see myself getting really into the format, honestly. Um, one of the big draws is it's no sh- fetch lands. Makes it a lot cheaper. And then you don't have things like Mox Opal and some of those big name cards that are not cheap. Well, there also is a mono-white aggro deck, apparently, from what people have told me. There's always a mono-white aggro deck. It's just whether it's good or not. Yes, but if there's ever a mono-white aggro deck that's good, you can find me playing, playing that mono-white aggro deck. Yeah, that checks out. Yep, I'm a sucker for it. <laughs> see see. also last episode. <laughs> yeah, fair point. I got to keep it themey, man. Keeping it themey yeah, from day see- one. See also, <laughs> like, seven episodes ago, and that was the title. <laughs> That's just my stupidity. There are thousands of callbacks in this. Callbacks to Boost Cube? Callbacks this is the to Boost Cube. the Fetch and Shock episode. Yeah. <laughs> We're historians of our own show. I don't think anyone else would be. <laughs> if anybody out there, actually, I needed somebody to do this anyway. Keep track of when we do bets, and keep track of when we say things are going to happen and they don't happen, because that's going to be really funny, like, a year from now, when we just go through all of our all of our awful takes... And how wrong we were. <laughs> I think my worst one was probably Ren and Ren Six. Ren and Six. 100% Ren and Six. So far, my ones on point are Once Upon a Time. Yeah, card was good. It's still and, good. And uh, Treasure Cruise and Dig Through Time not getting big. Well, that's that has a finite amount of time left on it. With that Six one, you're right until you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. So for that one, I'm wrong until I'm right. Because I think they're out of here. But, I mean, my best take is obviously going to be Ren and Six. And I don't um, have bad takes. I'm fucking currently again, right. So. Stephen Hawking of magic. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you know what you're not? The Stephen King of? The Stephen King? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's been a long day, it. man. I know what you meant. Stephen I'm Hawking. assuming you're trying to say that I am not the Stephen King of uh, our game. Yes. Look that's exactly you. what I was getting at. Look at you, Mr. Transitions. I'm just an idiot and tired. <laughs> No, I, that, honestly, I think that, that made it significantly funnier. Yeah, that's just... That was great. Tired dumbness. You know what you're not the Steve game? It was literally seconds after I just said Steve knocking. I even know that. I knew it, too. That's the worst part. <laughs> Sometimes am, my brain doesn't work very Stephen well. I am the Stephen of Magic, and I am also a great fiction writer of Magic. Yes. I could probably write a better book than the last Magic book. That book was a turd. I didn't read it. Don't plan on reading it. I read excerpts from it and ones that people like, but like I wasn't going to commit time to reading something bad. So, but yes, Matt, your transition was phenomenal. Let's move it was, it was a good transition. It just I'm was fucked up impressed. by my stupidity. Yeah, I mean, stupidity aside, it was a good transition. I'm a proud papa. But yes, I'm happy for you. I guess it. I'm, I am. It is me playing this week, right? Yeah, because I crushed it last week. You did. You're right. Um, I got that worm thing wrong. Yeah, the Jund Worm. <laughs> yeah. Nice one. But yeah, so every week we play a game, if you're new to this, we play a game, it's called Accumulated Knowledge. So what we do with that is we go to the Scrawfall website, and one of us asks the other a random card generated on the Scrawfall website. And all we get starting out is the name of the card. The other person has to give the mana cost of the card. If they get it right, they get a point. And if they don't, 
then they are filled with shame and regret and sadness. We ask five cards, and I need I need to get three out of five to win. And I also get three hints. You do get three hints, you cheater. I don't think that's cheating. That's just the rules. We just, we're, we're law-abiding citizens here. You change the rules when they favor you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's I think it's a lot less changing the rules and just improving the game. Mm, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Something like that. Either way, are you ready for numero uno? I have never been more ready. All right, this one is animate wall. Animate wall. Yes, animate wall. Um, I animate wall. What it did? Is it like a reanimate spell, but just for walls? <laughs> You tell me. Like, just from the text, that sounds like what it is. But that doesn't seem like it would make any sense, because that seems bad. Like, it wouldn't be just be, like, one black return target wall from your graveyard to the battlefield. Is that what you were going to guess? I don't know, but that seems like the name of the card that would, would do exactly that. But I don't know if I'm confident with that. I don't even think I use a hint, because I think this card is an old one, and it's probably dumb. That even if you gave me the text, it would probably not even be the mana cost of people that I, I would that would make sense. So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go one black. Is that your final answer? It is. All right, I'm going to read this. It is a rare from Alpha and Beta. Oh, I definitely don't know this. It is one white, like a single white. Enchant okay. wall. Target wall can now attack. Target wall's power and toughness are unchained, even if its power is zero. Zero. This was a fucking rare. Oh my god, that's probably why I don't know it, because it's so bad. Has it ever been reprinted? Fourth edition, revised, the collector's editions. Sure, so yeah, the obvious reprints of, like, those sets. Uh, sixth edition. Oh, weird. And that's about it. That's awful. It's real bad. Yeah, That's terrible. so bad! I'm glad I didn't use a hint. This was even a rare in sixth edition. Wow. They still hadn't figured it out at that point, did they? Apparently not. I mean, an argument can be made that they still haven't figured it out, and it's 2019. So, <laughs> but also back then true. they definitely did. Well, that was a solid start. Yeah, not a good way to start it off. No, not an awesome one either. Let's let's move on to the next one. This is Sage of Ancient Lore. Sage of Ancient Lore. Oh boy, I think I'm gonna use a hint on this one. I don't know what I. I mean, I guess I want the text from it, right? Sage of Ancient Lore's power and toughness are equal to the number of cards in your hand. Oh. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card. At the beginning of your up, uh, at the beginning of each upkeep, if no spells were cast last turn, transform Sage of Ancient Lore. Oh. Do I have to give you the other side too? No, because this is just the one side. But this is from Shadows of Ranistrad. It's like a, it's a rare. I think it, it's the green rare. But it's so it's either five mana or six mana because I remember. It being useful, like the card being useful, but the mana cost made it like unplayable. I want to say the flip side of it's just like really insane too. Like this would probably be a good commander card in like a werewolf deck, but it isn't like the flip. So this one, it's power and toughness is equal to the cards in your hand, correct? Correct. I want to say the flip side's like the almost the exact same card, except for it's the total amount of cards in like every player's hand. But it's like it's five, it's five mana or six mana. I don't know. I know it's only one green, too. So it's either like four and a green or five and a green. I'm going to say four and a green. So your final answer. Yes. That is correct. Yes. Now, is the, am I right about the flip side, too? It's like yeah, verbatim. players in all, or all players' hands? Yeah, total number of cards in all players' hands. Oh, yeah. Some dope-ass art, too. Isn't it just like a witch with like 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 spell hands or something like that? Yeah, and then it's 
a bad fucking werewolf with the same hands. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I haven't. I remember seeing this card a bunch because I think I just, I like opened this in my pre-release packs and just didn't play it because it was awful. Yeah, pretty bad. I can see this being a powerful card in limited or not limited in commander. In commander, it wouldn't be too bad. I mean, especially if you're going against people who are drawing a million cards, just like flip this bad boy and just get nasty. Yeah, that's a big that's a big hoss pretty quick. Because yeah, there's cards in commander, especially if you're playing like a focused werewolf deck that like doesn't let your werewolves flip back or like flips your werewolves like just by casting the spell and stuff like that. Yeah, moon mist for the win. Yep, yep, moon mist seems like a good one. Yeah, so we got one. I'll take it. Even in it was from a card from a set that I actually am very familiar with. This one, your next one is Furious Resistance. Oh, this sounds like a red card if I've ever heard one. Might be. It's the Furious thing. That seems like the giveaway. Don't. <laughs> it's not an artifact. Is it something? It seems like it would be like an instant or sorcery, I guess. And it's yeah, I guess it would be like an instant thing, and it gives like like it sounds like one of those things that gives like a plus like one plus O and like first strike or something like that. That seems like something it would do. So it's like one red. That is correct. Yes. What's it do? Does it give exactly plus one or plus one plus O in first strike? No. Target blocking creature gets plus three plus O and gains first strike until end of turn. Oh, so it has to be blocking, but it also gives plus three plus O. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Yeah. What sets that from? Uh, I already went past it, but it's the... Uh, <laughs> it's like the bridge oh is it it's an old one no 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 no. uh the new bridge oh Ra- one of the ravnicas or something oh is it like gate Ragnar- crash? yeah gate crush great gate crash okay now i see what you're saying i was like are you talking about like judgment i couldn't think of it oh, a little bit of gate crash see you just keep throwing me modern era cards and not alpha and beta cards and it should be good it's not me it is scryfall are you ready for numero quattro? Yeah, thanks, Scryfall. Yeah, I'm ready. Would I still have two hints? Still have two hints. And I only need one more. Oh, I'm feeling good about today. Yeah, you got you got a good one here. Uh, <laughs> Tavern Swindler. Tavern That seems like a white card. Um, can I have the text on this guy? Pay three, tap, pay three life, flip a coin. If you win the flip, you gain six life. Oh, you gain life. And if you, yeah, so, and you don't lose life if you do the thing. Are you gain? Yeah, yeah. So you what? You pay three life and do it. Oh, what set was this guy from? This was in like the not modern masters. Um, it was in ultimate masters, wasn't it? Was it? I think so. It, or it was in it was in some master set. I don't remember exactly what master set. It's a it's a black card. It's like one in a black or something like that. And it's like a two two or a one one or something. It's definitely one in a black though. What set is this from? What they recently? Because it has was recently printed. And there was like a life gain deck that this card was like fun in. But Would you like to use another my hint? final answer. Okay, that is correct. Yes, nailed it. Is it a 2-2? Uh, yes. Originally, it's from Return Ravnica, but most recently, it was in Battle Bond. Battle Bond, sure. It was in Iconic Masters as well. Iconic Masters, that's the one I was thinking about. Iconic Masters. Oh, fuck off. You want your last one? Yeah, sure. Inquisition <laughs> of Kozilek. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last one? Inquisition of Kozilek. That's gonna be one black bud. That's gonna be one black bud. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm am it's it's gonna be a discard spell that they reveal the hand you take something that is uh three CMC or less. That would be correct. It's a sorcery, by the way. It is a sorcery. Oh my god, I cleaned up shop. I didn't even need to use a I didn't even use need to use all my hints. I'm officially dropping you down to two hints. Oh no! But I never do that good. It's the way of the beast, bud. <laughs> it's just my my life now. 
is because I did good that one time. Yep. Oh, that's not fun. Yeah, it sucks to suck. <laughs> well, that's fine. Because at least, I, I mean, I can revel in this this one single solitary victory. This one victory, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this one to the bank. And all of these cards came out, like, relatively recently, too. Yeah, except, except Anime at Wall. As long anime as you, I think I can live with two hints as long as it stays in modern card border. That's fair. Or, like, keep it Pioneer legal. <laughs> pioneer legal, yeah. Should be set then. Yeah. But I'm the winner. So now I get the shout out. You are the winner, winner, so chicken dinner. Okay, so um, our shout out this week is actually going to be one of our fellow competitors in the Content Creator Community Cup. And this time they are on our team. It is Orc Head or Orcs Head Magic. So on Twitter, that is Orcs Head Magic. That easy. Pretty simple. Yeah. And they are, I believe it's New Zealand, right? Fucking New Zealander. NZ. That, that's New Zealand. I believe so. Yeah, so they are, they are. what is it, New Zealander? They're Kiwis? Is that what it is? The Kiwis, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's from New Zealand. He's a content creator. Um, and he makes YouTube videos about, obviously, Magic the Gathering. Makes sense. But more specifically, um, they are, like, D does, like, deck text things. He does product openings. Um, you know, typical Magic content creator stuff. And very entertaining. And also... He recently did a vlog of the GP Brisbane, oh, and that okay. was super entertaining. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, very, very neat. So go check him out. Go follow him. Um, He's been a great uh, partner so far. And also, I think he might be playing Selesnya as well, which, shout out to that, because Selesnya is great. Fucking All right, dude, like, No, it's Selesnya's the best, and you can't, you can't say anything about that. I can, and I will. Yeah, well, that's why they, that's why you're not the Stephen Hawking of Magic. I am the Stephen King of Magic. Or the Stephen King. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm the both Jason of those things. Magic. Is that good or bad? Undecided. Somewhere in the middle. You're rich. Does that count? Is that a good thing? It's not a bad thing. Capitalism. You're right. It's a very good thing. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, is there anything else? you? Do you have any parting words? No, dude. I'm good. Besides the shout outs, obviously, that I totally didn't forget. <laughs> I was going to see if you actually forgot them or not. Look at that. I see. I'm Again. Stephen, Stephen King of Magic over here. Literally can't forget. I'm like an elephant. Moving up in the world, man. That's right, baby. Um, Yeah, so if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Fatch underscore Shock on Twitter. Pretty nice. And if you want to follow me specifically, I am at BasicLandman on Twitter. And if you want to follow Matthew on Twitter, he is at It's Bop. And if you want to go and complete your booze cube with sleeves, you can go to, where can they go, Matt? Amazon? Is that what it is? You no. could probably go to Amazon, but you know what you'd be doing if you go to Amazon? Not getting 10% off. No, you would not. Because if you want 10% off of all your magic supplies, you can go to FlipsideGaming.com. And when you buy your stuff there at checkout, you can use code fetch and you get 10%. You're welcome. So go buy your booze cubes, folks, or your your, your booze cube equipment. Enrich your lives. Enrich them. It it's all it makes it all worthwhile. That it does. All right, Matt. Well, I'm gonna go. Um, go go do uh, birthday things. Yeah, dude. Have some fun. Happy early birthday. Yeah, I'm sure I'm gonna be on Twitter uh, taking pictures of shenanigans and also probably drunk tweeting because that's I would what assume. their birthday. If you don't drunk tweet, is it really your birthday? No, I am almost a hundred percent sure that that is the law. Yeah, that checks out. Yes. So I'm going to go do that. You go enjoy the rest of your week. And I will see you back here same time, 
same place. Sounds good, my dude. All right. Peace out, nerds. Peace. Adios. Bye.